Okay, hello everybody and welcome into this week's episode of Around the Slice. Now I know we typically talk about football on this podcast, but since it is indeed Easter weekend, I want to have a more fun and lighthearted, uh, entertaining episode. So to discuss um, Disney and Pixar animated movies with me, I have special guest Taylor Lynn. Taylor, thank you for taking time out of your day to talk with me. Hey there, thanks for having me. Okay, so the first um, little topic I guess you could call we have is our top 10 Disney movies of all time in order. I want to clarify for the audience listening, we combined Disney and Pixar because if we did two separate lists, we'd be here forever. So um, we combined them. Do you just want to go, um, you say your 10 and I say my 10 and then we just keep going reverse order like that? That sounds great. Okay, since you're the guest, I'll let you go first. What's your 10th favorite? Uh, by the way, just because a movie's at number 10, and Pixar has tons of movies at this point, just because a Disney movie's at number 10, does that mean it's bad at all? Top 10 is top 10. It's just our least favorite out of the top 10. Anyway, oh my, what's your 10th yeah, favorite? Yeah, there's hundreds of movies. Yeah. What's your Disney slash Pixar movie ever? All right, I got to go Lilo and Stitch. I love Stitch. I love the Hawaiian music, the culture. I think Stitch is absolutely hilarious. Um, So Lilo and Stitch makes it all the way. You have laughs, you have feels, you have aliens. Um, Yeah, Lilo and Stitch takes the cake. Yeah, I'm not going to say why some movies are above other, because again, it's top 10. They're all great. They're 10 best for a reason. Uh, My number 10, now some people might be surprised by this, but uh, I have Wreck-It Ralph. I just thought it was a really... Yeah, I just thought it was a really well-crafted story. I like the characters. I'm a big gamer, so that probably helped. I like the whole video game vibe they were going for. And they the sequel, I'm not really a fan of, the Ralph Breaks the Internet. But the original Wreck-It Ralph, I just like all the video game Easter eggs and characters they put in there. It was a pretty well-crafted story, I thought. Yeah, I definitely thought it was interesting how they went into the video game. There's that one scene where they're outside, and then they go into the video game. And I love that scene. Yeah, I like all the different, the attention to detail in that movie, I think is really nice too. All right, are you ready for my number nine? Yes, I am. All right, my number nine, Mulan. You got the fighting, you have music. Oh, it's just, I mean, she takes on China. Yeah, she she wins it all, Mulan. Yeah, I like the, uh, I think the direction and act, I, I think the action scenes especially really good in that movie, so. And Mushu. Yeah, that's all needs to be said. And Mushu. And Mushu. My ninth favorite Disney movie of all time is this is an old one, but this is a classic. When I was a kid, I wasn't really a fan of this, but go, going back in the, I used like the Disney Plus through the years thing. So going back in the catalog through this, I stacked them up against each other. And now that I'm an adult, I pre- young adult, I appreciate this even more. Lady and the Tramp, I have it number nine. It's not the most intricate story, but I like the um, different moments between the two our two main characters, and I also enjoy the surrounding uh, supporting characters. Interesting. Have you ever seen the second one? Uh, well, I didn't know there was a second one. So, well, no. yeah, they have a son. His name is Scamp. So yeah, so we'll have to watch that one. Isn't there? I thought there was a live action, or is there not? No, there is. Yeah, it never went out in theaters, I don't think. But yes, there is a yeah. live-action Lady in the Tramp. 
Yeah, all those Disney live action movies aren't very good anyway, so I don't think I'm missing anything. But, <laughs> well, speaking uh, of action, the uh, next movie of mine is now going to be live action. Can you guess it? Is it Lion King live action? No, that one already came out. My next one is actually Moana. They're going to come out with a live action Moana now, but Moana is my number eight. Um, I just, the music is incredible and they had to create an entire new animation, like creation technique just for the ocean. So I think it's really cool that they had these ideas and then they had to create the technology to then do the ideas. Yeah. I, um, Moana, a highlight for me, I know this sounds kind of like basic, but the soundtrack in that movie is really fantastic. Oh yeah. It was, um, Lin-Manuel Miranda. So the guy who created, um, Hamilton. And he also did Encanto. Um, so, yeah, he's just, he's stellar. Yeah, I also love, you were talking about the oceans and the different colors. The textures and animation and visuals in that movie, I just think is, like, top tier. Oh, heck yeah. Uh, my number eight, again, this is a movie, a lot of these movies I watched when I was a kid, and I really uh, don't remember them years ago, so I appreciate them, like, looking back even more now. Uh Peter Pan is my number eight. I really liked the story and uh, beginning to end of this movie. And I appreciate the characters even more now. And I liked the backstory they give these characters as well. Yeah, no, I definitely like Peter Pan. Um, I love the Disney version of Peter Pan. The actual book version, like the classic version, is so very different. So, like, the literature person in me always, like, thinks about that when I when I watch Disney, too. Yeah, but my number eight. Do you want to move on to your number seven? Oh, well, heck yeah. Um, Nemo is my number seven. Nemo um, is my absolute favorite for just its colors. The animation of the ocean, it's so bright. Um, the music, the story, I don't think I ever realized this, but Marlon literally faces off with sharks in like the first 25 minutes of the movie. Um, so you really just, you get into that adventure. Um, so yeah. yeah. And you see the mother going to eat and buy a barracuda. To the- oh yeah. So there you Poor go. Poor little Nemo. But, yeah. He's going to survive. Finding Nemo. Um, yeah. I just want to say something before I reveal my number seven, a quick about finding Nemo. It's an instant classic. Like, that was one of the first, either Disney or Pixar, just animated movies in general. Growing up, that was one of the first movies I saw as a very young kid. And honestly, like, still to this day, it never really gets old. I I love it, so. Yeah, and while, so that's a Pixar movie, but that one, and and I mean, Toy Story was also. But Toy Story and and Finding Nemo um, have kind of become instant classics for um people and so even though they're relatively new um they are really considered very more classic-y style movies yeah and i think disney like walt disney animation studios their movies are considered classics more i don't think people look at pixar as like that's a classic growing up but like finding nemo is something i'll make the exception for because it's just so amazing yeah um, my number seven is, yeah, this might be surprising, maybe not to you, but uh, I have the the original animated one, because there's like three at this point, but the original animated The Jungle Book, I have mm. it number seven. I like the, um, <clears throat> I like all the characters in the main, 
The main character is really cool, and I like all the twists and turns in the movie. It's surprising for an animated movie it has a pretty good amount of uh, suspense, too. So I'm noticing you have a pattern with classic movies, but shockingly, I actually like the live version better. Of the Jungle Book? Yeah, of the Jungle Book. Um, I just I think they did a really great job with the animals. Um, so I thought they they just knocked that one out of the park. Yeah, I same thing here. I think I feel like even in the animated one, I feel I mean, I know the animals are probably more fully realized in the live action, but even the animated, they had a pretty wide variety of characters. Uh what's your number six Disney Pixar movie? My number six is in Kanto. Um, and I loved this one because, uh, one, we don't talk about Bruno. Um, I think that it was actually really cool to see a Disney song. I mean, Frozen did this too. To see a Disney song, like, top the charts was really, really fun. And it was one of the first ones, too, where you had, um, something hit social media. So, like, it took over TikTok and Instagram. And so that was really kind of a cool thing to see. Um, but also just the storyline and the culture um, of all of it just really play out um, with the family as well. I really, really liked that. Now, I might regret this, um, but I can't speak in this because I, my brother, my youngest brother has seen this like probably a bunch of times by this point. I've never actually seen Encanto, so I can't speak what? on it. What? Yeah. Okay, so you gotta. Yeah. No, it's on Disney Plus. I have no excuse, so I gotta just do it. Again. <laughs> um, number six for me, uh, is Beauty and the Beast, which this is surprising because I don't like those types of movies where like the princesses are the main and this and that. But I really like the soundtrack. Once again, just like up there with Moana, the soundtrack in this movie is really great. The animation has that classy type feel, and then I I liked the fully realized versions, maybe not fully realized, what's the word? I like the kind of what they did with the teacups and all the um, silverware and everything. I liked how they incorporated that all that into the movie. And the story was really heartfelt and well-crafted, I thought. I'm actually going to 100% agree with you because that's actually my next one. So Beauty and the Beast is actually my number five. So we're pretty close in that. Um, oh, so only I... one off, yeah. Yeah, so that was actually my pretty much the exact same thing. And I loved... Um, one, I love reading, so I really connected with Belle as a kid. Um, so it just had that sentimental part for me too, on top of your thing with the characters. Um, but I also loved the adventure in it too. Um, and how it was a lot about like inner beauty as well. Yeah. I feel like all the, uh, characters are well written and have a pretty good, uh, backstory. So that was your number five. And then my number five. This is a more recent one, so 2016. So this is a newer one, if, if you will. Aya Zootopia is my fifth favorite. Mm. All the characters are really compelling. The team up between... No, it's been a while since I've seen it. Seven years, actually, 2016. The Nick is the main Fox character. I can't remember mm-hmm. the other one. The bunny is partner or whatever. I really Judy. like how they... Judy? Yeah. The Judy, the bunny, whatever. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Um <laughs> I like how they really, Nick and Judy work together. And I also like the, there's not much action, but surprisingly there's some suspense. And I really like their dynamic. Again, our two main characters going on a journey, this and that. And I really like just, there were some funny moments with like, whatever the sloth's name is in the DMV. I just <laughs> thought that was hilarious, but I really, really like this movie. And this isn't um, my most underrated Disney movie, as we'll get to in a bit, but I think it is one of the more underrated uh, Disney 
movies. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Um, number four is one of my all-time go-to movies, um, but it's Ratatouille. I think Ratatouille is one of the best movies, um, as you can see, since it's my number four. But the fact that they thought about a rat cooking in Paris, and then they made it emotional, and then they put a story around it, and then they made us care, and then they put great music with it. Um, I just love every every bit about it. And yeah, I could do a whole podcast on Ratatouille, but... That's my short stick on it. Okay. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> I have to say, now I have to go back and watch this, but from what I remember, I think Ratatouille probably wouldn't even be in, obviously when they have top 10, but Ratatouille uh, probably isn't even in my top 20. I just think it's a really boring concept. Like, I don't uh, understand the, the the nostalgia for it. For me. Oh, gosh. oh that hurts. <laughs> so, well... After you're done recovering from that, I'm going to uh, reveal my number four. My number four, again, another newer one, is Coco. I really like how they built this one around uh, Spanish slash Mexican culture. And all- the Day of the Dead concept for a movie, like, you think that would be boring because what are they going to do? They're dead. But then coming back from the dead and crossing the gate and then Hector and... Uh, with the and Coco, our main character, have to reconnect and they're betrayed and they figure out their family after all. And um, I just think it is a really heartfelt and well crafted message. I just love the story and the character development in that movie. I feel like the concept of Day and the Dead they make it very interesting. And it was a big plot twist. Yeah, like I said, with the betrayal stuff. Yeah. Numbers. Are you now ready for our, number three? Yeah, into our top three. These are like cream of the crop if you will so you can go ahead with number three all right princess and the frog so i love tiana and just the story and the culture and this was actually a really cool one for disney because they went from being computer animated they decided to do another classic hand-drawn animation style so they kind of like went back to their roots a little bit with her um, and so I think it's really cool to see that process where they wanted to take their time with her and to do that culture um, and to do that storyline, um, some some of that classic touch. And so I just, I love everything about her. <laughs> uh, Princess and the Frog for me is the same as Ratatouille. I don't really no. I don't get it. I, 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 uh. I can't get behind Princess and the Frog. I don't get it. Oh. Uh. And I love that it's all like New Orleans and the villain is just so like deep New Orleans with the voodoo. Like you couldn't put it in any other city and have that villain work. I, I, I just, I just. Oh gosh. Uh, okay. No, we're going to have a Disney movie marathon. You're not. Yeah. Oh, oh, over you don't get to pick the movies. Syndrome. Just all the ones I hate you make me laugh. Yes. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. My number three, you talked about this earlier. We have a pretty sizable gap here. My number three, Nemo. Like, I probably yeah. absolutely love Finding Nemo more than you. I mentioned that um, it's one of the first ever, not just Disney or Pixar, animated movies in general I saw as a kid growing up. So there's the nostalgia factor. But even moving past, I already talked about it. It gets right into it with the Barracuda eating the uh, uh, wife and mother of Nemo and Marlin. And then... 
uh, Nima's the only surviving one, and a really heartfelt story with a father trying to find his kid in this vast ocean, how it all plays out underwater as fish. I just thought it was wonderfully crafted. And the jokes in the beginning in the school. I love Dory, like the, too. Yeah, like 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 the one kid saying I'm H2O intolerant when he's literally underwater. Don't ask me how that works, but um, I really uh, love Finding Nemo and the jokes land in my opinion. <laughs> my favorite is when they keep trying to ask him if he's funny because he's a clownfish and he like, well, can't come up with the jokes. Well, up to the mollusk. <laughs> That's then, that's one of my favorites. He didn't finish it, and no one left. Okay, anyway, your second favorite Disney movie of all time, so runner-up. All right, so I'm going to have a classic here. I'm going to throw you a curveball since you've had all the classics. Lion King. Okay, this movie is, like, the cream of the crop. Um, you ask anyone like Disney, and they're going to be, like, Lion King. Um, people can sing all the songs to it. People know, like, it's just one of those movies that, most people have seen everyone like gets the feels when they watch it um everyone loves scar because he's sarcastic um and uh or like laughs with Rafiki um and Timon and Pumbaa so I think it's just super relatable but also very very I don't know it just it hits everyone and it's just stunning yeah, there's a ton of life lessons in the movie from Mufasa until he dies. From Mufasa to, um, what's the son's name? Simba. You had a birthday for a second. Mufasa to Simba, and then when Timon and Pumbaa so called adopt him in quotes. And then you talk about soundtrack from Moana and a couple other movies you mentioned here. This like belongs in its own tier. I mean, Circle of Life, oh, yeah. can't, can't Wait to Be King. Those are the ones that stand out to me. And then the story here, and like, those Disney villains and relatable Scar oh, is an actual intimidating villain. Like I'm not even kidding. Like when he his comes sarcasm, on screen, oh. you feel his presence. He's my favorite. Yeah. Uh, my number. You just went number two, right? So my number two. Yep. This is a. My number one's a Disney movie. My number two is a Pixar movie. This is not mm-hmm. how I like intended for this, but it's whatever it is. Number two is for me, Masters University. I know people say the se- uh-huh. the sequel is just uh, uh, average and slightly above average. My, I'm going to say this and don't hate for this. Masters Inc. is just a tad overrated in my opinion. I know there's good characters and good moments. I don't really get the hype. It's like a couple other movies. I think it's kind of a boring plot. Monsters University, I like how they went like prequel style with this, if mm-hmm. you will. Even though it was released after a prequel style with this. Uh, showing his college days with his buddies. I just thought it was really, the story and plot were really good here. I think this is even, I'll go as far as say this is even much better than Monsters, Inc., the original. And I really like how we think that um, Mike and Randall like hated each other their whole time. But in reality, like they started out as roommates. And so they like threw in a whole curveball that was the epitome of the entire movie. You're like, wait, how did they come to hate each other? And then you find out some of Randall's character development in that process, too. Um, And so I really think that they just did a really great job with telling that story and how Sully came to really appreciate Mike and their teamwork. Um, So I, I really... I saw their wheels spinning and how do we take this and not kind of ruin that in this process? How do we make it different? Just to get your thoughts on this, do you like the Monsters, Inc. or University better? Monsters, University. I like Monsters, University better. Yeah, I know the majority like Monsters, Inc. better, but I think the plot is like a lot better in the second one. 
it didn't make my top 10 for like Disney movies as a whole, but it makes some of my top like Pixar in general. Yeah. Uh, so Taylor, the moment has come. What is your favorite Disney slash Pixar animated movie of all time? All right. My favorite Disney Pixar movie of all time. And I feel like everyone should think the same thing I do is up. I think up is the best movie You literally have the best love story in the first two minutes and there's not even a line like that. They don't even say anything. You just have the music and then you just want to cry when he's alone. And then you have little Russell and he's just the cutest thing ever. And then you have Kevin, the cute little stinking bird. And oh my gosh. And Doug. Um, and they just go on an epic adventure. And then he finds out that just because his his wife died, like he could still have a life and, and still his next dream was still out there. Um, and I just think it's a beautiful moment of like, you never really know what's coming next. And that storyline and that music, um, it's just really inspiring. And there's a lot of adventure, a lot of action, a lot of jokes. And so I think it hits both whatever age you're at both adults and children, um, it just hits everyone. Okay, well, I guess we are going to throw hands because you messaged me before this that yeah. um, <laughs> that if your number one isn't, my number one's even on your list, then we're going to have a problem in, before we're recording. And Up isn't even in my top 10, obviously. It's probably not even in my top 20. It's just boring. Okay. I'm sorry. We're I just going to throw hands. Yeah, I don't get, yeah, whatever. Anyway. Um, yeah, I don't know what to say about that. It's just not, I don't get the appeal. It's just, it's nothing really happens. It's just boring. I don't get you. Okay. My number one, you talked about this. This is your number two. And you, did you really think I was going to, I know you're thinking when I said Monster University number two, this has got to be his number one. And it is like, how would I leave out Lion King? Lion King's my number one. And I don't think you're going (laughs) to. Even though it was your number two, I don't think you're going to argue with me. That's number one. Like, I mean, all the elements we touched on, Scar being intimidating villain, captures every scene he's in. Um, The soundtrack is amazing. The hyenas are goofy, but good enough supporting characters in the life lessons. I mean, there's so many elements that are just memorable for me. This is, I I could be wrong in this, but this is my first ever uh, Disney movie I saw as a kid. So it's not just nostalgia, though. Like, I don't think there's any argument that why is this your number one? You're so stupid. Like this clearly is my favorite of all time for those reasons. Mm -hmm. Okay. Oh, definitely. Now three honorable mentions. Now this isn't in order. I just bolded them. So we don't, you don't have to say them in order. You can just, we'll go one for one again, no order, but we have three. What's an honorable mention. So think of this as 11, 12, 13, just three of them. What's your, first honorable mention out of three that didn't make your top 10 but was right there um so coco oh i had that is number four yeah okay mm-hmm. yeah and for the same reasons you had the, the music the color the culture all of it um and the day of the dead too um i i think the way that they did it and the entire like other side and how family lives on the other side and like wants to come back but also the end with like Abuela, like I was like, okay, like, uh, it just hits you in the feels. Pretty sick plot twist too, with the betrayal as well. So yeah, um, net, uh, 
So that's yours. My first honorable mention is this is funny because your first one uh was in my your first honorable mention was in my list, but not your top ten. My first honorable mention was in the middle of your top ten, but not in in mine. So it's kind of funny. But I have Moana for all the same reasons you mentioned. I just like you can't have everything. I think you'll agree with Coco, but the ten moves they had are just like the tad better than this Moana. But for all the, it was right there. Yeah. Um, I, I love uh, Maui and Hey Hey, and I the fact that Hey Hey survives, honestly, it's astounding. And like the shiny, you know, that song is really underrated yes. with the snail. I just think it's the, I just think it's so uh, cool the way he sings it. But <laughs> yeah, the uh, next second honorable mention Frozen. I'll just Frozen. say right now, I didn't have either of the Frozen movies even making honorable mentions, but go ahead. I think Frozen is an honorable mention. Maybe not for me, because I like Frozen 2 better. But I think Frozen is an honorable mention because of how much it took the world by storm. Every little girl wanted to be Elsa. Every little girl wanted to be her. And every little girl wanted to be able to throw snowflakes from their hands. And I, like, it was just such a huge thing. Um, and before that, I don't really remember what um, Disney movie really was that popular since. Yeah, I I was just about to say this might be a hot take in, in general, but you just said you like Frozen 2 better, and I think I do too. It has a more succinct story. The world is a mm-hmm. world, no world building needed. It's all established, and I really like the adventure. Olaf, honestly, might be my favorite character. <laughs> But yeah, no, I love I love like, Olaf. I my, think the they just make the characters more fully developed in the second one. And there's more adventure in it, um, and so yeah, yeah. Uh, my s- second, um, now I combine all four of these movies because like they're all interchangeable. Like you can't really rank them because they're all classic. So I just put this Toy Story franchise as a whole as an honorable mention. I get it. People would probably have it in top five, maybe even top three, but not me. I don't think it's as good as it gets raised. I've mm-hmm. seen one, two, and three. I haven't seen Toy Story four yet, but I think it doesn't count. <laughs> yeah, well, fine. But three movies is still a franchise, so I put oh, this yeah. Toy Story franchise as a whole. I don't think they're as good as people say. I think it's all kind of built around nostalgia and not much else. Yeah. But then again, I haven't seen them in a really long time. I haven't seen the fourth one. But that's just why I have an honorable mention. I think Toy Story three was really well done. I think that did a really great job and for a lot of people too the toy story movie um came out at a certain time and it was right around the time that like i was young and so then they released them at certain times and so toy story 3 when andy was going off to college was right around the time that people my age were going off to college and so they did that franchise to be nostalgic with those same people um I agree. and so it really it's followed it up yeah, and so that's why Toy Story 4 really rubbed a lot of people the wrong way is because it came back and people were like, whoa, 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 what do you mean there's no kids? Um, and so, yeah, it just kind of threw the whole system off. And now they're making another one. There's going to be Toy Story 5. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Toy Story uh, 5. Um, I feel like this franchise is pretty consistent, though. Uh, what is your final honorable mention? Cars. I think Cars was a really cool concept um, and something that people really didn't think about before Pixar came out with it. They were like, let's do Cars, make it its own world, and then have them race. 
Like that would be like a movie about people on doing track, you know, but it was just cars racing. Um, And so I, I love the music too. Um, But I just love the concept of, you know, route 66 and, and, you know, you find he has a heart of gold and, he falls in love with them all, and Mater is just like such a goofy. Mater is such a goofy but lovable character. I'm a backward driver. Like I love him. What was the one where they did the um truck flipping at night or whatever? They went tractor tipping. Yeah. Uh, there is there three cars movies or four? Because I want to say three. Well, whatever. Yeah, I think there's three. They're not gonna make a. I don't think they're gonna make a fourth one because like. They take years in between these movies. Yeah. So like, but I didn't see Cars three. I saw the first two though. Cars, the original Cars, the original Cars was really good. Cars two, really stained different. Cars two was not a good movie. It went t- too weird with that one. Was that the spy one? Yeah, the French spy thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Now my le- final last honorable mention here. Now I vaguely remember this, but I wanted to put it because I remember do liking it. The story just doesn't hold up as well today for me personally, at least. I my final mention is Hercules. I'm gonna have to go yeah. back and watch this one, but I love the character and the journey uh, he goes on. Yeah, and the music's pretty good too. Yeah, I think that's a theme. I think all Disney, not Pixar as much, but all Disney music is universally like loved and top tier. So literally, just put all the Disney movie musics in a playlist, and I will. Sing you'll be there in the car. Years. Yeah, literally, it's my car playlist. It's great. Windows down, sun is out, and I'm just gonna sing Disney music. So if you see me at a red light, you will know. Yeah, and if people see you, oh well, it's fine. All right, so uh, do you want to do overrated or underrated? Let's go. Let's. Uh, do you have a now? I know you could have a few most underrated. Don't mention those. Just the. Straightforward, what is your most underrated Disney Pixar or Pixar movie of all time? Emperor's New Groove. I knew you were going to say that for some reason. I know you love that. (laughs) I love the Emperor's New Groove, and so does my brother. And we literally can quote this whole movie, and we will speak it back. Like, we'll have conversations, and we'll just, like, speak in quotes to each other. And we'll be, like, sharp rocks at the bottom, and we'll be like, yeah, <laughs> he'll be like most likely, and I'll be like, bring it on, and and I mean, literally, or we'll be talking. He'll be like the Cusco for poison, uh, the poison for Cusco, Cusco's poison, and so I mean, we could be in the middle of anything, and it just randomly just comes up. But it's one of the most quotable Disney movies, and but it's also about like Cusco not becoming and selfish anymore, and realizing that the world doesn't revolve around him doing things for other people and falling in love with a simpler life where he's outside of his bubble. Um, and so I think on top of it being funny and relatable and having a great cast of people, it's also just a good storyline. Yeah. My most underrated, uh, this is a Disney movie, not Pixar. My most underrated Disney movie of all time for me personally, at least, is Finding Dory. Now let me just explain mm. something. I off of find what you don't like it? No, I liked I like Finding okay. Dory. Off of Finding Nemo, you can't beat Finding Nemo. Like that's probably the best right. Pixar movie of all time. So forget that. Um, but I really liked Finding Dory because it was her own story. I mean, I don't think they accomplished fully realized what they wanted to accomplish. But that being said, I feel like it was heartfelt enough. Dory wanted to find her family and. 
the flashback scenes with Dory as a little baby young child, baby fish, whatever you want to call it, was really <laughs> cool. And I feel like Dory trying to get over her short-term memory loss issues, if you want to call them, I thought that was really nice and heartfelt. I just don't think it accomplished when it fully wanted, but I still really liked it. But there's, obviously, when you compare it to Finding Nemo, like, come on, that's Finding Nemo. By itself, it was a cool origin story. I really liked when they have, like, the moon or whatever and they're like uru becky uru yeah and then the um gerald the off off on the oh rock off, like, off. all the time or and when like they're the... um the beluga and he's like oh oh yeah the the blind one or whatever no that yeah. was the other one bailey uh, he couldn't do his um echolocation yeah it was something and then i really like hank the octopus yes the characters are really well. Don't compare it to Finding Nemo because, like, that's Finding Nemo. Like, it's something. I it's a good. It's a gr- I know it's a sequel, but not really. It's a good standalone, cool origin story. Yeah. Um, now, and I think that's a cool thing for Pixar to maybe get into more often. Yeah, not everything has to be like connected. This and that. Yeah. Um. Now, last topic here. Unless anything else comes up, what's your most overrated? Disney movie of all time or Pixar okay I might get a little heated about this one I just want you to know I think Sleeping Beauty is the most overrated Disney movie is that what you had no but it was in consideration but I agree (laughs) she literally is asleep for most of her movie I think she has less than like 17 minutes of the movie where she's awake it was like 17 minutes or 17 lines. I can't remember like she, where I read that. She barely does but anything she, in her own movie. She really has like no impact besides, oh, she's asleep. Let's save her. That's it. And just there's absolutely nothing that she does. So the movie is called Sleeping Beauty. But really the whole time we're watching Prince Philip fight a dragon. Why isn't it called like Prince Philip saves the day? I don't know. Or, you know, the whole movie with Maleficent. That's a way better movie. Why is there an evil dragon who wants to charm a baby to get back at the king? I would like to know these things. I agree. These are way better. I agree. If you want a movie that has the name Beauty in the title, Beauty and the Beast is miles better. Thank you. Uh, that was and like Maleficent is just more interesting of a title than like Sleeping Beauty. Like there's way better Disney princess focused as the main character movies than that one. She barely shows up or does anything in her own movie. Right. Okay. Now rant over. Um, my, my most <laughs> overrated Disney movie of all time. This might catch a lot of flack. It's oh man. It's Pinocchio. I like. Nope. I don't like Pinocchio. So we're good. <laughs> I know you've said that before, but I just want to make sure. So I, Jiminy, like Jiminy Cricket, I like the character. I love Pinocchio's character. Geppetto is good, although I feel like Geppetto should have been the movie a lot more than he was. Figaro mm-hmm. is whatever. She doesn't talk, it's okay. I feel like the movie is very split up, though. There's like, story is very bland. First half of the movie is its own story. Second half of the movie is this weird whale thing in the ocean with this other story. And it doesn't age well. I mean, there's drinking and... This isn't really playing mm-hmm. it, but there's drinking and smoking in the movie. So Disney did some kind of well, because kids did that when they things. were younger in those yeah, days. Yeah, I know. But I'm so, just, like you really said, it didn't age well. Pl- play into it. I just think the story is very blander. But it sounds like you agree with me. 
Like, don't do that. Yeah, I think it was just very stunted. Like, they were doing different things at different times, and there was, like, I just never got the full gist like, of it. I he, honestly don't know if I've ever seen, like, the full thing. I've seen it in bits and pieces, and I've never cared to see the full yeah. thing. Like, people, I just watched it last week, because I'm doing, like, a history paper in college on Disney mm-hmm. movies, like, specifically. I just watched it last week for research, I guess you could call it. But, um... <laughs> I get it's heralded for effects, and, like, at the time, it was a technical marvel, but, like, it's yeah. been decades. Like, we've moved on. We don't have to herald it yeah. that anymore. It's been decades, so. Yeah. Like, we made advancements. <laughs> um, I didn't really have this plan, but we're only at 36 minutes. Are you, I have something off the top of my head. Are you okay with going for a bit longer? Oh, my gosh, yeah. All right. I knew you love talking about Disney, so. What's your, mm. okay, I'm going to start off with this. What's your favorite Disney hero of all time? It doesn't have to be a main character of a movie, just considered a hero. It can be, it doesn't have to be. Or Pixar. What's your favorite hero of all time? Um, so I think the first one that comes off of my head is Mulan. And I think the reason why is because she did it for her father. Like her reason for going to fight China had nothing to do with her. Like she wasn't like, oh, I want to go save China and get all the glory. Her reason was really like she wanted to save her family and her dad. And so I really love that, that love of her family. Um, and then she got there and like she made friends and she fell in love. And then even when the Huns come and then she's found out and they're all buried in the snow and the Huns pop up, she still goes back to the main, you know, city to warn them. Like she's already been disgraced. And she still goes to protect her friends. So the whole time, she's just so selfless and wants to protect people. And I really love that quality about her. Um, and she's just really quick on her feet. And she, like, jumps onto buildings and <laughs> is good with a sword. I totally agree. My favorite Disney uh, hero of all time. I'm going to kind of snowball this into one here. I'm kind of cheating, but I'm going to go Mufasa slash Simba because it's basically Mufasa the first part of the movie till he dies of Lion King, then Simba's main character for the second part. But their relationship and like how they both more Simba, but how they both mainly stand up to Scar, I think is really noble. And I just love their character development and the way they were written and the way they act in the movie. Yeah, no, I would I would definitely agree with that one. Um who is I mean, this is pretty straightforward to me. Who's your favorite Disney villain of all time? Oh, Scar. I, I was just going to say, like, we both love Lion King. I mean, how could it not be Scar? Like, there's villains, but then there's true. Like, sometimes villains have this, like, evil backstory. Like, oh, he did this, but that he was once good, and now he's evil. Or, oh, he's evil, and by the end of the movie, he turns pure. Sometimes, you just got to have pure evil, and that's exactly what Scar is. Yeah. Well, but I also think, too, like, he has a lot of character to him and you fully yeah and you fully get like he's sarcastic but he also feels like an outcast and he sees like oh well Simba got you know the brute strength and he was like well I can't compete with that and so you kind of see why he became a little bit you know twisted and and you know not a great person um but yeah so that's why I really like him I just like his sarcasm (laughs) Yeah, um, this is kind of interesting, just looking at my notes here. Who is your favorite, like, Disney duo or pair of all time? Like, Pixar. Or Pixar, again. 
Do you want me to go first and then you can think? Yeah, you go first. Okay, this is easy for me. Like Mike and Solly, not really in Masters Inc. Oh, Specifically yeah. Masters University when they both both come up in the scale school together and they room together with those other two. But zeroing in on Mike and Solly, their relationship and dynamic and witty banter from beginning to end is really great. I like that. I think I would have to go with um, Marlon and Dory. I really Ooh. like how they like weren't together, kind of That's how, a- you know, Mike and Sully weren't, but how they like found each other while he was trying to hunt for Nemo. And she was just like, yeah, I'll stop what I'm doing and I'll help you find your son. But yeah, then I how also- they become like a pseudo family. Yeah, I like how they're the three of them. Yeah, I like how the relationship works. Like Marlon always after reminding Dory, no, this is what <laughs> they're doing. Did you forget? Oh, what? Yeah. Did you forget? So, uh, yeah, I really like their back and forth, but they're well, both up she, there. She genuinely cares about Nemo, like Nemo's, you know, hers. But Nemo also has to be like, uh, Dory, we were doing this, you know? So it's just Come like a back. really cute relationship <laughs> um, that they have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, let's see. I want to get your take on, because there was... If, okay, so did you see Cars 3? I want to get your take on this. Did you see Cars 3? Mm-hmm. If they were, I don't think they will because so many, the gap, huge gap years in between 1, 2, and 3 individually. But if they do a car, if Disney were to, Disney, if Pixar were to do a Cars 4, do you think it would extend the franchise and drag it on for too long in fans' eyes? Or do you think it would uh, be okay if they did a fourth one? I think they could do a fourth one. I think they could do something about how he takes on like the coaching the coaching role with that new girl. Um and how she kind of takes over his kind of legacy and kind of if they start rolling it into her um that next car rather than him. But I think if they still try to keep it on just him and Mater and Sally you know, that might kind of be a problem, but there could still be a whole new generation or spinoff of cars that they haven't actually done yet. Yeah. Uh, I just like came across this. What do you, this is coming out next month in May, I think actually, if I'm not mistaken. What do you think of uh, Pixar's next movie, Elemental? Because it looks good from what I understand. It's basically um, a a version of uh, Inside Out, but with water and fire. Yeah, so that's kind of all I've seen, too. I haven't seen that new trailer yet, but really that's kind of what I've gotten to think about was that um, it it seems I don't see too much creativity or something new yet. Um, But then again, you can't always tell in the trailer, so you don't really know. Yeah, and um, I want to also talk about, um, can we just, like, put the, like, Disney horror movies to bad because they're like ruining classic movies. Like, what is the oh point gosh. of this? Like, Blood and Honey, the Peter Pan and Wendy one comes out next month. Apparently, they're making a horror version of Bambi. Like, why? Oh, like, that's who terrifying. Is making... You know <laughs> this what I'm is talking really about, scary. Right? Yeah, we're never. Oh no, I don't like that. And it says here in 2024. I forgot about this. Pixar's making it Inside Out too. Do you? Th- did you like Inside oh. Out? Um. Well enough I thought to deserve inside, a sequel. I thought Inside Out was a really great concept, and I thought they did do it pretty pretty well. I thought some of it was drawn out a bit, but yeah, I don't dra- really know. I feel like it drug out, dragged on towards the end a bit. I don't really know what Inside Out 2 would do that Inside Out 1 didn't do. 
Yeah, because there's not much you can do with like a, a human's emotions more than they already have. So, at least in terms of like the core islands and what happens if a memory's lost and you know like those kinds of things. Like I feel like they did so much in that first one with like all the different. Oh, here's what happened when she couldn't find herself. Um, unless it's like she's going off to college, you know, maybe, and they yeah. try and do that route. Like I could see that. But other than that, I'm not quite sure. Moving off of Disney and Pixar for a minute, do you enjoy any of other Disney's properties and studios like uh, like the MCU and Marvel or the Indiana Jones movies or anything like that? Oh, yeah. I'm big into or, Star Wars. Yeah, and I really cool. enjoy Marvel. Now, am I caught up on everything Marvel? Definitely not. That's such a big universe. Um, I'm a big Captain America fan. I really like Black Panther as well. Um, sorry I'm just laughing because you just said I'm not caught up on Marvel your brother would be so ashamed I know he really would be Um, like I haven't seen all of the TV series those are the ones that I like genuinely struggle more with they just introduced that with the introduction in phase 4 of like Disney Plus and they honestly have been just average uh, yeah but and you like like Star Wars have you seen all the Indiana Jones movies Yes. And did you actually see that they're just, they just announced today that they're going to make three more Star Wars movies? Yeah. And I saw the trailer yesterday for Dial of Destiny, Indiana Jones 5. Oh. Yeah. But yeah, three more Star Wars movies. I heard that. And a new director, apparently. And this new Ahsoka show, too. And Ray is going to come back for one of them, at least. Yeah. I don't really, I've seen two Star Wars movies, and like, that's it. So. I really got to get uh, back into it. But anyway, I know we're not quite in an hour, but like we're just 15 minutes or so short of it. So I want to, uh, I did this for my other guests. I want to give you an opportunity now to tell people what's going on with you and where they can find you. Yeah. Um. So you can find me on Twitter. I'm at um, Taylor Lang TV, T-A-Y-L-O-R-L-A-N-G TV. Um, and basically what's going on with me, I am a digital producer in West Palm beach and I'm actually, I just got a new job. Um, so I'm actually going to be a digital manager in Alabama. Um, so you can kind of follow me on my, my move to Alabama. I will still be watching Disney movies there and maybe I will make my dad listen to Disney music on the drive <laughs> of our move. Um, yeah. can you imagine a big U-Haul with all on of my par. apartment furniture. On, and, on par with this episode. People just see you <laughs> driving down the road and hear Disney music coming from it. I'm just, you just see a bald man with like a U-Haul <laughs> with like be prepared from the Lion King. It's going to be great. That? It's going to be wonderful. I'm very excited. Um, but yeah, so you can, you can follow me there on, on, uh, Twitter or, um, Instagram with the handle twin Lang twin. Cause I'm a twin. I have a twin brother and Lang L A N G. Um, other than that, um, that's really about it. I'm looking forward to all of that. And I love Disney in every way, shape or form. I've actually been to the parks, uh, for the past two weekends. Um, so moving to Alabama will be different cause I won't be in a, <laughs> the ability to drive it'll be a little weird yeah uh yeah because you're only a couple of hours away for i hope we can do this again sometime maybe in a year or so when more disney movies and pixar movies come out but i really enjoyed our conversation today uh again lighthearted with easter and uh thank you again 
Thanks for having me.